Hello, it's another Itsy Pitsy series on the Hungarian Living Podcast. This time we focus on traveling to Hungary. So let's talk about money. What do you need to know? Hi, welcome to the Hungarian Living Podcast. I'm your host, Elizabeth Sepovas. We're on a mission to help you maintain a meaningful connection to Hungarian heritage in a variety of ways. We talk about food, travel, history, music, language, genealogy, and share stories from our guests. We're glad you're here. Join us each episode as we discover, celebrate, and share a variety of things about Hungarian heritage. If you grew up surrounded by Hungarian culture, then you know how special that is. And if you didn't, this is a great place to learn and grow. So whether you know a little or a lot about being Hungarian, this is the place to be. See ya! This is part four of the Itsy Pitsy series of Traveling to Hungary. Are you planning to take one of our trips to Hungary or Transylvania? Or are you doing your own thing? Either way, today we are covering some important money things to consider as you plan your trip. What do we need to think about when it comes to money? Well, first of all, if you haven't traveled in a while, traveler's checks are just not the thing at all anymore. Don't even do it. It will set you up for all kinds of challenges. Hungary is a part of the European Union, so you can use euros in Budapest. But I really recommend you get familiar with the Hungarian forint. If you go out to the countryside, that is really the currency they will be using. I have only ever used forints when I have traveled to Hungary. It's truly the local currency. It does take a little getting used to, but with a little cheat sheet of some U.S. dollars to Hungarian forint conversions, you will soon find yourself able to understand how much you are truly paying for things. I always bring along cash with me, and I always bring along more than I think I'll need. And I don't get it all exchanged as soon as I arrive, but I definitely have some on hand all the time. Mostly because I think it's ridiculous to buy a scoop of ice cream with a credit card. But I think there's also a lot of little vendors that don't always take credit cards. And so you're going to miss out on a cool little opportunity because you don't have a couple of bucks at the ready. When you're out in the countryside and you visit small vendors... Believe me, it is rare that they are set up to receive credit cards. You know, every transaction comes with a fee that gets assessed to that little business. Do yourself a favor and do them a favor and pay in cash when you can. I never exchange money at the airport. The exchange rate is absolutely not in our favor at all. But if you think you have to have $20 or $30 worth of Hungarian money in your pocket, you can do that. But unless you are flush with cash, you should not go that route for all of your large exchanges. There are money exchange places all over Budapest, and the rates are much better than that at the airport. Personally, I would rather be generous with my money in other ways and not at the airport. Get your money exchanged in Budapest before you go to the countryside. It isn't so easy to find places to exchange money once you leave the big city. It isn't impossible, but it is just a good idea to have it all settled before you leave town. You might actually be able to get some money exchanged through your bank before you leave. I have never done that, so I don't know about the exchange rates or fees associated with that, but if you want to explore that option, it might be one that works for you. Just be ready to do that at least a month in advance. You need to give the system time to work. I always have a credit card with me, sometimes two, just in case one decides not to cooperate. One time when I was traveling to Atlanta, Georgia, all three of my credit cards were unusable. They were concerned that I was traveling so far away from my home state of Indiana. But a month earlier, there were no questions asked when I used my cards internationally. That type of inconsistency forces me to have a backup plan to my backup plan. 
It's a bit of a hassle, but not as much of a hassle as being stuck with no money. One nice thing about traveling with us is you have two meals covered on each full tour day, so you, you know you won't go hungry. I only use Visa or MasterCard when I travel. Discover and American Express cards really aren't popular or well-known. Maybe they have high fees to the vendor. I don't know, but it isn't worth having a card along that may or may not be useful, so I just don't mess with those kinds of cards. I always contact my credit card company and tell them all the countries I will be traveling to and when. Even the countries I will have a layover in at the airport, I am sure to mention. You just never know when a short layover will become a long one. If you haven't set up a PIN code for your cards, I would recommend it. I set the same PIN for both cards. That way I'm not trying to figure out or remember which card has which PIN code. So just to recap a bit, having cash with you is always a good idea. Make sure your credit card company knows you're traveling and have your personal identification number or PIN set up. Would you like more information on our upcoming Zoom chat about our tours to Hungary and Transylvania? It's free and there is no obligation to sign up for a tour. It's just a way for you to meet us and see if our tour structure is something that works for you. Email tours at mudderliving.com for a link to the next session coming up. That's tours at M-A-G-Y-A-R living.com. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, stay tuned for part five of the Itzipitzi edition of the Hungarian Living podcast, all about traveling to Hungary. We also have Itzipitzi podcasts on getting started with genealogy and getting started with Hungarian. Be sure to check them out wherever you listen to podcasts. Are you interested in traveling to Hungary or Transylvania? This episode is sponsored by Mudder Living Tours. Interested in visiting Hungary or Transylvania, but don't want to deal with all of the details? Our tours are typically 13 nights long and include all hotels, transportation, an English-speaking guide, two meals each full day, and a wide variety of activities. Come see for yourself. Visit MudyarLiving.com to learn all about the details about our upcoming tours. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode of the Hungarian Living Podcast, please share it with someone you know who loves their Hungarian heritage. Special thanks to Stephen Chichek and the Animal Cannibals for the show music. Check out our show notes for links to resources mentioned in this episode. If you have a question or comment, we'd love to hear from you at podcast at hungarianliving.com.